What's good? Thanks for joining me, Coach Johan CSCS, or Johan Francis CSCS, on my show, Ego Killer. Inside the gym flow for when you're outside, doing your thing, making moves in your life, trying to get a little bit better than you were yesterday, the week before, the month before. We provide some in the gym fitness lifestyle change flow for you guys, and you're adding it every week. CoachYohanCSCS.com is where you can link up with me for more. Go to that website, fill out that form, we could talk more. And of course, I hope since the last episode that you guys have been grinding and pushing along and getting way ahead of your goals. You're doing the thing where you're getting deep into your notebook, you're looking on your phone for what you wrote down earlier in the year, and you've hopefully taken stock and you're taking a look and you're like, hey, I've done that and I've been there already. Anything that you can use to get through those sticking points and look at yourself in the mirror and be like, yeah, the hardest day of my life is already behind me. I already did that. The hardest thing, the thing that everybody fears on a daily basis, this is going to be the roughest day ever. Guess what? You've already accomplished the roughest day ever. You're prepared. And that's what the show is all about. All right? It's a truncated way for you guys to tap in and experience what it's like to live through a harrowing moment in your life, a harrowing phase in your life where things get really challenging. What happens is if you decide to continue on that journey of taking up challenges, of pushing yourself, which is what the gym is really for when you're working out by yourself, your friends, coaches like me, if you get past them challenges, you learn, you grow, you build an aplomb. You ironclad your body, your mindset. But even better than that, you get to tell other people about it and help them push forward and spread the news, tap everybody else in on how to do this thing that we do. And I always say it, I do want to reiterate it again just in case you've never listened to the other 60-ish episodes that I do here on this monologue, which is just, we do this to test our limits it's pretty funny how new human nature works we're always going to regress back to that mean and the mean kind of a modern day life modernity's mean or average for being good at your job and in your life is this low steady state of mediocrity And so what happens with us when we listen or adhere to the ego is we just fall right back to that, that easy day by day, sun goes up, sun goes down type of flow. And then what happens usually when I meet people like you is we look back and we realize we didn't accomplish a lot of what we wanted to accomplish. We steady stayed the same, ebbing and flowing in that same holding pattern into what turns into months and years. Nah, 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 nah. That's not the move. We're going to push every day. We're going to dispel, change the narrative and the messaging behind what you thought you were supposed to do and going to achieve. Because I believe in you guys. You know what I'm saying? I see, I meet people in the gym all the time. I meet new people. I see some of the same welcoming faces all the time too. And I know that none of us want to be right where we're at. You know, consider this real quick. Consider the following you might have met someone in your life that you consider like an enemy, like you're one of the X-Men, right? And over there, you got one of the, uh, you know, how the X-Men are all the heroes, and then you got some of the baddies 
got the villains. Not even the villainous people that are involved in that kind of dichotomy. Not even the villains you know, right? Or your former perceived enemies wake up saying, man, it's a good day to be absolutely fucking average. <laughs> nobody needs that. Nobody wants that. And at the end of the day, whether we have a hard time or easier time, whether we come from a different starting point or not, we all want to express greatness in some capacity or at very least better, being better, right? Even still, I know that you guys, if you're out here listening and you've listened to the episodes, me or anybody else that is steady on this show grind, this motivation grind, this fitness grind, literal grind inside the gym, you do know that you can get better and be happier and healthier. Part of how you grind, for me anyways, is I turn up the volume in my earbuds sometimes as loud as I can get it without blowing out my eardrum and I get with it. I get active. Music is what we're going to talk about today. And we're going to talk about five points that have everything to do with how music either benefits you and in what ways it does when you're out there getting active. And getting active means putting on the barefoot runners. It means putting on the giant Asics, right? Right now I'm wearing uh, Vans. You could be doing any of them things. You could be wearing wrestling shoes. No shoes if you're in the uh, in the mat room doing your jujitsu or your wrestling, right? Whatever it is that you don and prepare yourself, adorn yourself with so that you could go grind in a gym, outside a gym, right next to the gym, wherever it is in the concrete jungle out there. Whatever it is, right? Do you guys use music in a positive way? And in what way? Have you considered it? Now, before I get into who, why, and how we all use music to get into better shape or stay active or stay mentally focused. I am acutely aware of this perturbing fact of some of you out there, some of you who might, I might meet inside this gym or another gym, some of you who might even contact me at some point. I'm well aware that there's a sample of folks out there that don't give a damn if and what is on the radio ever at all. And for those amongst you who don't care about music at all, um, I have to say, I don't get it. <laughs> I, I know that there's people out there who have zero appetite for music and who have no need for a musical influence on your daily life. And to that end, I'm like, how? Or, I, I, you know, let me take a little bit more of an introspective and say, am I really like... Maybe I'm like just super hyper emotional of a person where I need constant pick-me-ups. The boom bap, like I need that to get me going. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've definitely been in a space where I've talked to people who don't need like food to taste good in order for them to tap into some type of diet or eating por uh, profile or whatever, but music for me is life. Not just for me, for you too, many amongst you, for sure. I'm not, you know, uncertain about that at all. I mean, it's why we listen to music, why when it thumps we feel a lot better when we're doing our physical thing. Um, and so, look, if you have no need for music at all, what do you listen to? Like, how do you stay tapped in mentally? How do you stay with the business? From experience, I've been in maybe in the last like four or five years, 
a few different types of fight gyms. One fight gym I was going to, the owner played music, but only it was radio music. It was literally the radio. There was literally an antenna on the boombox, and that thing regularly had hints of white noise like static. And, uh, yeah, so you might be listening to the music, and then, like, the offspring starts playing in the background of the gym, and then the next minute it might be, in this particular case, some, like, old, like, Limp biscuit or something in the background at the gym. I've been to other very high-profile gyms that are pretty world-class and renowned that when you're training, they don't play any music, and it's literally – you tapping in to what you're doing into coach who's intensely, you know, disseminating what the day's math is. And that's cool too. And then I've been to other places, mostly these days anyways, that play great music. I've been in front of other people and coaches who play the same type of music, but it's like just DMX. And it's loud as humanly possible. They're trying to blow out all the tw- uh, uh not hoofers, but woofers <laughs> in the subwoofer, right? I've been in that type of environment. I've been in other gyms where it's like angry music. And for me, I've had a, a wide variety of, of um, influences to choose from. At day's end, the type of music that I love and hold dear, it might be really good workout music, but it's really good music to work out for me. And when I play that for other people, it might not get you going. And I guess at the end of the day, it's important to figure out what type of music gets you amped up and fired up and ready to do the thing as hard as you possibly can, right? And I'm not sure that at the end of our discussion today, I'm going to have a definitive binary answer for you that it's going to be yes or no. It's about what fires you up, but there are some things that a lot of the literature kind of points to what type of music you want to be bumping and why. And some of it was pretty obvious and some of it was less obvious and kind of surprising. And we'll talk about some of these five points. All right. I do want to touch on the fact that if you have a taste for good music that you like, there's also the fact that it can be distracting to you and how dialed in do you want to do you want to be inside your workout you've heard me say it a lot that on a daily basis i feel like when you're inside the gym or getting super active that you're actually there to tap all the fucking way in to what it is that you're doing and your opportunity to do that comes by way of entering through the gym doors this is why we work out and why we train hard and so that we could tap back into the motivations that are a thread the motivations that are a thread from how we feel now to what we want in the future we tap into that when we push ourselves physically it's something within our genome it's something that gets us moving that we have to do the same thing can be said about how we deal with each other socially right the types of food and culture we engage in all of that it's a string it connects us now to what we want i think getting after it inside the gym is doing that but how much does the music that you listen to inside the gym detract from that some of you are mental giants some of you don't need the music you know taking you away from deep inner thought if you're big on meditation you know that the idea is to empty your mind 
of all thought because that's actually where your your um, the core of who you are communicates with your ego and de- deconstructs it, and that deconstructed egoless person. Right, like this doesn't sound like a complete parable, right? That egoless person is who we're all striving to be that deals with the outside world. Some people jump that right away. They jump all of that mess. <laughs> if you consider it mess, I don't. But and just do like DMT and mushrooms, right? You know what I mean? Like Aaron Rodgers is over here and he thinks he thinks, hey, <laughs> I'll just do <laughs> all the psilocybin I could get my hands on. Like I'm, you know, 1995, uh, be real or something. In any event, there is the idea that either your music is going to help tap you in or it's going to really distract you. And it's more to the point of what you need on a daily. If you're really all the time sitting at your desk, because even me being at the gym all the time, listening to music, I'll drive home in silence sometimes because I'm constantly peeling through more and more music so much that I don't want to get bored of my own music that I love personally. That I'll drive the 15, 20 minutes home in silence just trying to dial in to the world, right? To listen to the sounds of traffic and to drive through the city and hear all the noises of the city. I like that kind of stuff. You know, as a kid taking the bus and all of that kind of heightens my senses. What about you? You know, how does that to relate to you? Is it just noise for you in the background? All right. So... Number one, when you're out there doing anything super duper, super duper physical, there often comes the times and the man himself, Goggins, will talk about it a lot. So will anybody that has any measure of activity in the higher echelon of sport. Negativity, feelings of negativity will crop up. And there's a lot of things that you could do with your inner negativity that music actually helps. And this is proven with within the literature, right? So... The idea that when you're training really hard, you're putting yourself through a measure of discomfort and all the ego wants when you hear or feel any type of discomfort is to get as far away from it as possible. Discomfort is bad. Discomfort is um, unfamiliar and uh, might lead to ruin and that ruin could, well, the ego thinks the ruin can destroy the ego. It's not even about destroying the physical body. The ego protects the ego. We all have egos. The ego's job is to keep you safe. Of course, change happens in the margins where safety is imperceptible. And what I mean is like change happens when safety is in a con- the forefront of your concern. But something vestigial, something old, something reptilian about our brain chooses either growth or safety. It's never both unless we kind of replace the ego. And look, a lot of what we learn over the time, especially if you keep listening to Ego Killer and going to my website, is how to deconstruct those two or find means to do that. One of the ways that I share with people who really tap into their mentality is countering, right? Straight up countering. I don't want to work out today. My body feels lethargic, like just something vague and broad. That's the sentence that you're telling yourself. Follow that sentence with, but, and counter that sentence. My body feels really tired today. I'm real tired. I don't think I can get it done. Too goddamn tired today. It ain't happening. But I could do something, just not that hard. 
countering helps to spin the negativity around. You spin that negativity around, you kick it in the ass, get it out the room. And that's now you have nothing but action in front of you. Music helps drive away that negativity because it helps focus parts of your cognition. And there are studies that broke, you know, the anatomy of the brain into what's thinking of what. And I'll tell you from a personal perspective what I've seen from meeting thousands of you over the years. It can help take your mind away from those negative thoughts or metastasizing them too much. Have you guys ever been like really hyper ready for competition? When you're hyper ready for competition, whatever you're competing at, maybe you even have a race that you've never done before, but you're so focused on it and you've been training for a long time. Maybe you're getting competition ready for something that you might actually compete in. Like maybe you're just learning to bodybuild. You might never compete, but you're so into it. It's your lifestyle. So every day you wake up, you're trying to get better at it. Your thought process shifts while there's still the same amount of like negativity rolling in. You actually start getting so primed in focus that you start to focus on negative aspects less and you work on countering more. You work on a lot of other things more cognitively. Music can help that. I know. I remember one time I was the head strength coach at a kickboxing gym. Head strength coach at the kickboxing gym. One of the first classes I did, I turned up with a type of music that I remember seeing other guys train inside of their kickboxing gym with. It was a fight team. It was much smaller inside this other gym. I wasn't training with a fight team or fighter. I was training a strength class in the kickboxing school as the head strength coach. One of my first weeks on the scene, I turned up that bob. I got that roots reggae Pumping at like 50 beats per minute on the thing while I'm teaching the class. And the owner of the gym, uh, he's Filipino. And uh, everyone that worked there was Filipino. Um, and that matters only because of what I'm about to share. Is like he goes, he pulls me aside after the class. Actually has one of his members with him. And is like, yeah, the music could be a little bit different. And I'm thinking in my mind, how could you insult Bob like this? Bob Marley for the uninitiated. How could you insult Bob Bob Marley like this? And uh, he goes, listen, I go to Hawaii a lot. I love Bob Marley more than anybody. But don't play it during a gym. When you're in the gym, during a workout, when you're teaching a class. Don't do it. You need something more upbeat. And it just never made sense to me that something inspiring like Bob cannot want to get you up and going because the way that I tap into my beats when I'm listening to it might be to listen to the lyrics. Well, as time went on and I started to choose my own music, not just at that particular gym, but others, I started to realize, yo, people don't care about lyrics, do they? (laughs) And so when he told me that I was like mildly offended and, uh, for Bob, uh, and also he, had a great point right anyway let's move on to number two here's the thing distractions aren't always good so number one it helps drive away negativity which is good but sometimes we need to learn how to roll with such resistances inside of our life real talk we need to learn to roll with the punches as they come rolling with the punches is a phrase 
that it's a it's an idiom it's an idiom and brings about boxers or fighters staying in the pocket taking punches because if you're doing any type of competition if you're ever fighting somebody because someone took something from you or if you're defending yourself there's going to be contact there's might be hitting and you're going to take some of those shots and punches but the idea isn't to be dropped hurt or wounded by them you roll with them and so the idea of rolling with resistance rolling with the punches rolling with the flow means not avoiding it or running from it but actually absorbing it keeping a good kinetic flow and staying active focused and moving Sometimes in life, like music is good because it takes us away from that. Like for me, the idea of pop music, which I can't stand typically, is the first one where it helps like block out on the negativity. If I listen to like Tech Nine or something, or I know, I mean, a, a myriad of people, I can't even begin to name how many different type of artists. If it's, you know, when I'm listening to something that, that bumps really good for me. I'm not necessarily looking to block out negativity all the time. I'm looking to deal with it inside of my mindset. Maybe it doesn't go that deep for you guys, but it really does. So maybe driving away negativity isn't the only thing. Number three, the studies and literature point to what if you didn't choose the music and it's chosen for you? For me personally, because I can't speak about it and I talked about it before, Inside the gym, I've kind of learned here, especially, and when I was the head strength coach there, that the music is going to matter so, 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 so much, where people are actually going to want to tap in more if they feel that the beats are in line with the way that they get down. In other words, like, I don't know much about a band like, um, like take Metallica. I've heard some of their stuff. I understand just to that extent how people would like listening to that type of music because of its the way it's arranged. And a lot of it is really aggressive. I could see how that would be really advantageous inside the gym. But if you don't negotiate any of that and all you hear is noise, it might piss you off, but not in a good way. It might distract you. Did you get to choose your music? When I'm in this gym and I get to choose my music, I have to remember I'm not choosing it for me. I'm choosing it for the members. When I was at the strength coach gym, right, I'm not choosing it for the members of a class who are doing like fitness classes or a class that has heavy musicality. Yes, that is a new vocabulary word for you. Um, <laughs> I'm not choosing it for, for those, those, those two schools have very different. This one now in my old school has very different purposes. So the music had to be different. There were days where I could turn on flume and play flume for a class if there was a smaller amount of people. But then I had to migrate away from Flume if there were more people in the class and hit up like just a generic E40 station or something like this, right? At times, maybe I'll turn up the Black Keys, right? And that's that whole station and that vibe that comes with that. But then if you don't like the sound, you like the boom bap sound, right? Of kick snare, kick snare, well, that's not gonna match up for you. If you're listening to, I almost said bad baby, but I meant bad bunny inside the gym. And that genre of music like does something for you. That's very different. Did you get to choose? So that really matters. In fact, the literature actually says that the music that you get to choose 
is good for your, um, it's going to help you focus more and would matter more, I believe, for endurance running, which I found very interesting. And in fact, number four, to the greater purpose of what we're talking about today, which is how music does affect you or spurn you or keep you moving or keep it popping, right, and keep that drive going inside for you, a lot of this, at the end of the day, that the studies show is it has the greatest effect on your endurance, like driving, carrying on for long periods of time, right? So if you're doing really heavy lifting, you might not have to care so much about the higher intensity movements. I mean, music, right? Although I can see that people who want to lift really heavy, turn up the loudest. I don't know. I don't know. But by and large, the studies show that endurance is actually improved when the music is chosen and that the type of music has the greatest effect, again, on on endurance, right? And so, again, I just want to ask you, I really want to ask you, like, what are you looking for? How are you looking to feel when you're training? Are you looking for straight-up happiness, right? Are you looking for a little bit of grit, right? Are you looking to remember that time like P.D. Pablo, that someone jacked your bike, right, and took you for a lick? Is that what you're tapping into? Are you able to master your emotions when you're doing something hyper-physical? Or are you someone that just literally, number five, right, needs rhythm and movement? So error correction is really heightened when we listen to music for rhythm. When we listen to music for rhythm, we're oftentimes able to like listen to like remix and dance music. That's that. And so <laughs> it's that type of music that actually can keep us in a space where if we're making movements with our feet, we're doing agility, we're doing semi-complex calisthenics we can correct movement quicker or if we need to keep going for long durations of time that rhythm based type of music is actually beneficial for that and one thing that i when i was researching this that i didn't really ever think of because i thought it would be kind of over the top or ludicrous since we're talking about the music episode right which by the way this is good workout music right is the fact that, well, a lot of the workout music at its base is like, at its base, like meaning at its slowest, a lot of quote-unquote workout music is at least 85 BPM. Well, when you're in the gym, that's the like the lowest heart rate that you're going to get when you're actually doing something inside of fitness. And so I thought about it. I'm like, what if you turn, and maybe you guys can let me know on the website, kojoncscs.com. What if you match your BPMs? What if you play 120 BPM during 120 BPM heart rate movement or maneuver? Now, 120 BPM, that'd be like some kind of steady state. If you're doing a really hard hit interval, you're doing complexes, you know, you're doing a clean front squat press complex, and you did that for a solid minute and a half straight, that's going to drive your heart rate almost to peak if you have some type of 75-ish percent load on there, okay? 
about I'll take that would be about eight reps or so. If you were doing that, and then you had a 120 BPM music play, would that help your heart rate drop back down really quickly? Anyone want to experiment? Please let me know. That would be quite the finding. I think maybe we can hit up, you know, Stanford Research right there and get some bread if that's the case. So literally, there is a rhythm involved with both our fitness and inside of our our beats and our boom baps, right? And then if you look on Spotify, there's so many remixes and 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 um you know collabs. You know, I've seen like Nas with Corday with you know what's you know, and then like Snoop, and then there's out of nowhere for workout music, and then I've seen. You know, they got the who's that Dua Lipa person with all the new stars of the day doing another song. And this is on a workout mix. And Spotify is really good for that because those workout mixes, again, they're driving up into the triple digit BPMs. They're keeping you active and moving. Pretty good um, kind of distraction music. And if you want to tap in, I mean, there's all kinds of lyric heavy stuff out there. That you could listen to to tap in. Are you guys, do you like listening to that song that actually really plucks at your heartstrings a little bit, right? Got you sweating from the brow and from the <laughs> tear duct. What is it that you guys like to listen to? I'm very, very curious. What do you guys subscribe to as quality workout flow? Is it fast rap? Is it like Delta Blues? Like like um like the black keys. Is it somewhere in the middle? Let me know at CoachYoanCSCS.com. Because yes, here are the five points. It can help drive away negativity. It can introduce unwanted distraction. It has it heavily relies on what is chosen for you. So if you're inside the gym, is the music vibe with what you've what you like to listen to and how you want to stay motivated? To that, I'd like to say, what is your end goal? What type of motivation are you looking for? Endurance, almost always, according to a few of the literatures and most of the literatures that I've seen, is what gets boosted. So next time you're doing spin or running, like here, we really focus on the playlists when we're doing spin in this gym. And that's a heavy driver and motivator. Does it improve it? Does it help you stay focused? Does it help you last and drive? And does it literally help you with your boom, 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 right? Your left, right, left, right rhythm. All right. I'm, I bet all of you are going to go jump on your Peloton now. And lastly, yeah, again, that was the last one, rhythm. So let me know how it goes. Hit me on the website. Go ahead and do that crate digging and see what really, really gets visceral, right? And have, having you, you know, answer the call to action and working out via your music. Dig through those crates. Find some, some friggin' gems and let me know how it goes. All right, you guys? And again, you can go to Apple Podcasts and rate the episode if you like it. When I cut these videos up, if you post or repost them, I will give you a shout-out for sure. And I'll leave you right there. All right? Until the next one. Stay all the way up.